What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors Podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm actually joined with two special guests on this show, uh, Mark and Jun Hao from... Yeah, you guys want to say hi? <laughs> hi. Hi, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, so they're part of one-on-one soccer breaks and also a brand new company, Boats, which is break... Um, I literally have breaks, breaks of, all, of all, time. all time. I was going to say breakers yeah. of all time. That would be really interesting. <laughs> but breaks of all time. You know, why don't you guys do like a quick snippet of what breaks of all time is? Okay, so Breaks of All Time is basically a soccer news channel for sports card collectors, mainly for soccer. So what we felt is that the soccer market is currently booming, but there's no one single like location where people read about news. People don't really right. know what the players do, and uh, people don't know what the players are up to right now. So what we do is that we break down EPL games right now because our team is pretty small, but we also go into like what... Uh, what cards are valuable to buy or what cards you should be looking out for while watching the game. It's just to bring in, um, it's just to bring in more fun when, you know, you're watching a game like Tottenham versus United tonight and you want to know what players are playing and who, who you should be looking out for and what, and what rookie cards they have in the market right now, what you could buy to, or what you could uh, collect like, for example, like the United will be talking about Mason Greenwood and like he has like six different uh, rookie cards this year and what the, what are their last sold pricing. So our main aim is to make to, to promote what breaking is and is to promote the, the soccer hobby collecting. So it's just right. bridging between the collectors and the sports fans. Awesome. And, and Jen Howe, I, I think Jen Howe also does like, like write-ups for articles and stuff like that too, right? Yeah, so Jen Howe is basically our analyst. So he he does that at like, on a daily basis, he reads about card pricing. He reads out about players. He re- he reads out about the matches. So he kind of know he has a good like he has very good spot on uh, tel- uh spot on uh market research that we have profited from. Kind of profited like he bought like Zlatan prisms before people knew about Zlatan prisms. Hey, I love Zlatan. <laughs> yes, yeah. and he re- he researched on he he does uh, intensive research on a lot of these uh new players as well. So we're using, uh, Bolt is using his uh, knowledge to write articles uh, and he p- provides the content as well. Like he tell us, tells us why this, this player might be big in the, f- in the future, whether this player is currently underpriced. So uh, that's his role in the company. Whereas I'm the, basically the editor. I just edit the articles and, and, and send them out. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. To the yeah. Public. yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, basically guys check out breaks of all time you know you were going to talk really in depth about euro 2020 select in a little bit but yes. mark i know we're really into bundesliga i know you watch <laughs> a lot of bundesliga so we have to talk yeah. a little bit it's been an exciting yes. weekend we you know bundesliga um well bayern munich hasn't played yet they're supposed to play later yeah. this evening um but there's some exciting exciting players that showed out i mean Mainly Borussia Dortmund. And I have some other players that yes. I, I've been keeping an eye on. Um, but yeah, man, have you been keeping up with like Borussia Dortmund on like, especially yesterday? Okay, so, okay, so for me, I'm a Frankfurt, I'm a Eintracht Frankfurt fan. So I'm really <laughs> happy they're doing fine. Like both the teams I'm supporting, they're both underdogs, but they're doing really well this season. They are doing great. Um, yeah. So why I like Bundesliga is because they have a different play style from the rest of the league. So if you notice like Klopp's play style in, in Liverpool, something like the Gagetson pressing, like the intense pressing, it's yes. actually very common in the German league. So you see yep. a lot of open football, a lot of running, a lot of like counter-attacking. Exactly. It's very, very similar to how Liverpool plays. So if you really enjoy how Liverpool plays, go watch Bundesliga because a lot of the teams use that mentality. So like, you know, like if you play against like a very, a, weak, a weaker side in EPL, 
they usually like to play really defensive. That doesn't yeah, happen low in block. in yeah, Bundesliga. Yeah, the low block. Yeah, so it doesn't really happen in Bundesliga very often. Yeah, so well, you see very, you see a lot of open games. Yeah, let's talk about Frankfurt though. You know, they they've been doing pretty well. You know, I think um, Andre Silva has been. I, I I've been seeing him. I, he's been getting a lot of opportunities. I saw he got eight shots <laughs> in the yeah. other one one of the games. Um, you know, I didn't get to watch the game, but I saw his advanced statistics. He's bound to uh-huh. score more goals. Is that true, or is this he's being very wishful, <laughs> optimistic? Okay, so like Frankfurt, Frankfurt's more the squads that still play the traditional four four two. So like Bastos and. Uh, Andre Silva is like kind of have like this connection between like you know the old Andy Cole Dwight York kind of thing. Like yeah. it's kind of interesting to watch the way that, uh, Frankfurt play right now. But also keep a lookout for Daichi Kamada, which is a okay. Japanese player in in Frankfurt. He's also he's really young as well. Well, he's like twenty ish, but uh, he's also playing really well. So I think because of like the easy schedule they had so far. I'm not too optimistic about them, but they have been <laughs> gelling well. Like it's still not the Halie Jovic and. Uh, Rabbit uh, lineup that was right, an insane right. year for Frankfurt because they sell them all for profit, of course. Uh, right, but like, course. it's pretty exciting to start watching Frankfurt again. But like the other the other team that I'm really looking forward to watching this year is actually Leipzig without Werner. Yes. So yes. yeah. So Leipzig without Werner, uh, Forsberg is taking over the, the currently like the the, uh, the the striking role, and mm-hmm. as well as the they signed uh, Huang Huang Chang from from uh, I think uh, Salzburg. Interesting. I, I don't player. know about that. Yeah. Oh, yes. I do know who you're talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's uh th- that is good. That's a very big signing. And with Leipzig being uh the club that they are, I'm pretty sure they see a huge potential in Huang Hei Chang. That's why they signed him as a replacement for Werner. So keep a yeah. lookout for him. He's not playing the first team right now, but he comes in, he plays from the bench pretty often. Yeah, Nagelsmann so, is very interesting. He's very innovative, man. I love I love how he just yeah. Very innovative, and I I've, I like his uh, how he dresses too. Very interesting. <laughs> but and you know, I'm, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was gonna say. So let's go back to Borussia Dortmund, though. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. they're kind of like the darling of Bundesliga. Yeah. I know, like, I didn't get, I didn't get to watch the game yesterday, so I'm pretty I'm pretty sad about that, you know. Oh. But yeah, I know. I did you get to watch the game? Yesterday? No, I I don't watch the game, but I watch the highlight. I mean, it's too many too many nice matches to watch nowadays, right? <laughs> it really so, is. Uh, but, but what I've noticed is that Reyna is now currently a first team player. Yes. He still he doesn't start all the matches. Yes. But when he starts, he always has he always contributes to at least one or two goals. Yes. He's playing really well with he's linking up with Haaland really well. He's sitting he's sitting at like uh he always plays the the, the camp position. Yeah, so it seems he's like he's always the ten position. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the 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 CAM position. So um, I, I'm I'm I don't know how young is he. He's like seventeen he's or seven, eighteen only, right? He's seventeen. I think he's seventeen, going on eighteen. I could be wrong, but yes, he is seventeen years old. Yeah. Um, him and Jude Bellingham are very very young, and I wanted to point yeah. this out. Like sometimes people forget when when young players go to Dortmund and they're playing games, like they don't just hand out starts. You still got to earn your spot. So when he was playing, you know, and like, I just think it's really interesting. I think Jude Bellingham, you know, with his tops now, I don't know if you were able to buy his tops now. (laughs) So it was a funny story because uh, me and Chin Hao, we wanted to buy it. Yeah. So what we did was that it was like 10 minutes to closing and we couldn't contact each other. So we oh. just, I just bought for him and he bought for me. So we have twice the amount of that we wanted. <laughs> so, you, oh, so, so, so he has a hold of the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we wanted to buy like uh, like about 140 for both of us. 
So like oh seventy my God. each. So what yeah. I did was like we couldn't contact each other. So I was like, ah, you know, whatever. I'm just gonna buy it now, and I'll just tell Jun Hao because maybe he's busy. And then I just like just got it for you. And then he did the same thing because he couldn't contact me as well. So we have that's, we have a good amount of Jun Bellingham basically. Yeah, that, that, that's good brother status. Those are bros. Yeah, yeah. That's a bro status, man. That's true, bro. Yeah. Hey, I love Jun Bellingham, man. What I've yeah. noticed about him is he's very fearless. He really loves. Mm. He could really take take on players. Um, he's really good in the eighteen. He's he's very clever. Huh. Very clever for a seventeen year old or sixteen year old. Yeah. I forgot. I don't know how old he is, but Six, um, yeah. he's very young. Uh, but yeah, but Gio Reyna. If you guys don't realize, they, they he had three assists. He also had a standing ovation in Borussia Dortmund. That's a big deal, apparently. And yeah. also, Erling Holland, two goals and assists. This man keeps can't stop scoring. Uh, he can't stop scoring. I mean, guys, I th- I'm very high on him. I'm like, okay, I, you're high on him, right? But oh, oh look oh, out, oh. look out on their Bundesliga Chrome pricing. It's yes. ridiculous now because it's so short printed. The yes. set is so short printed. Yeah. Yes, so like, very, if you, yeah, you have to buy into them, man. Yeah, I, I believe in all it. I, I'm not buying Giovanni Reyna's Topps Chrome just yet because he's as expensive as Holland. But I will yeah. say <laughs> from what I've seen with Holland's PSA 10's prices, it's actually, in my opinion, is undervalued. The reason why, I was talking about this on my live. The reason why I believe in that is because his Topps Chrome PSA 9 has been selling for like $200, $250. And his PSA 10 recently just sold for 750. They were actually hovering around 600. So they're almost like only half of PSA 9s. And I don't know. Uh-huh. Do you guys look at spreads? Like where's like PSA 9, PSA 10 ratios? Because like for us, me and Bob, we always look for players that like if PSA 10 is within the 4X range, right? Uh-huh. So for example, if, if a PSA 9 is selling for $200, theoretically, PSA 10 should at least sell for $800. If not, we would believe it's underpriced. I don't know. Do you guys look yeah. into that? We, we haven't calculated the spreads yet, but like, I think it's very different from the basketball hobby right now, but it will yeah. start to, it will start to like, uh, solidify over the, over this year because like, I mean, the soccer boom really only happened this year, right? So yeah, we don't, we don't really have the, data. Yeah, <laughs> we don't really have data right now, but everything's like wow, wow, west at the moment. So we, we kind of got to wait on that. But I think 4X seems like a good number to start with. I think um, it's conservative. I was trying to be conservative 4X. That's what I was trying yeah. to do. Yeah, right. and if you because we cracked our own Bundesliga Chrome packs too, and we know that it's not easy to get a PSA ten because mm. they all comes up with scratches, they all comes up with they all come up with a bit of like the feeling that gets out of the the you know when they cut the cards and that's the, the little bits and pieces that comes out. So actually I think 4X might be conservative. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's why I think PSA 10 is completely undervalued. That's like I said, it's my opinion, but we'll we'll move on. And then last yeah. last person I want well, there's a few more persons. I know we have Andrew Kramerich from Hoffenheim. He's uh, been on uh, a tear, six goals. That that dude has been killing it ever since the COVID <laughs> situation. COVID nineteen situation, that dude has been scoring goals left and right. Yeah. I think he put the team on his back against um I think Dortmund. He literally put his team on his back against Dortmund last year when I was watching. But I don't know. Have you been watching Kramich at all? I haven't. I, I don't really watch Hoffenheim games. But like, I know <laughs> that they beat, they beat uh, Bayern Munich because of Kramich. I think he scored, like, he scored a hat trick, right? Was it a hat trick? Uh, it it, it might have been. I don't know. You, you yeah, guys I let know, us know. He <laughs> just abolished Bayern Munich. And yeah, like, you know yeah. what they say about like Dortmund, right? Like Dortmund and Bayern Munich making the... No, what what you know what 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 did, what did the what did the reporter say? Like making the hard things look easy and the easy thing looks hard. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Gotcha. So gotcha, yeah, yeah, that's what Bundesliga is really open. But you know, being Haaland being the explosive person he was last year, but you know who won Rookie of the Year for Bundesliga last year? It's not Haaland. Actually, Haaland didn't win Rookie of the Year. It's Davies. It's Davies, no? Davies, right? Yeah. Davies, yeah. Davies won Rookie of the Year, which was like, yeah. he's not playing, he's not he's not as explosive and as like headline capturing as uh, Haaland, but he has grown into such a magnificent left back. Like he's yeah. just making the runs, he's, he's uh, assisting the goals and he's been scoring himself. So like, I think Davies is one person that you don't want to look away from as well. Like in his, uh, op- his optic prices, I think is currently still tapering off at a, at a pretty low price. So, Yep. Just keep a lookout for, for Davis as well. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Davis, it's just every, every, people just forgot about him again. I don't understand. Yeah. Like his prices yeah, are running just up. Forget about him. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand he plays as a fullback, but you know, he's an explosive player for Canada. He's gonna play in a, a very advanced situ, uh, position. And also yeah. he has a really good YouTube channel. I really enjoy his YouTube channel, it's really funny. You, you guys should check he's it out. Very, <laughs> yeah, the, the reason why I bought into Davis last year is because of his TikTok channel. Yeah, I think I talked to you about this before. I was like, he was really big on TikTok and like if the young kids are into TikTok, you know, Davis is going to be a player that people are going to like take notice. Exactly. And it's exactly what happened. But, and and now the last player I want to talk about is I love Bayer Leverkusen as well. You know, I'm very high on yeah. Kai Havertz. I know, Mark, yep. I know you're uh, huge on Kai Havertz. <laughs> yeah. I'm still high on him, man. I, I I think it's really funny where people are saying he's a flop. You know, watching him, I still think he could be a future Balladora. That's 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 what I'm saying. But yeah. um, Bayer Leverkusen is sort of like a football factory as well, man. They they also yeah. have Florin Wirtz. You know, he's very yeah. young. I know he came on, burst out on the scene last year. He scored a goal. But also, I've been looking at his his advanced statistics, he should have had a few goals over like the last three games. And also I know he has an assist last game and, you know, I think he's a really great person to look at. His tops now is very short print. I, I, do you uh-huh. know about his tops now? No, I, I heard about it. I have friends who bought it, but I didn't buy it on my own just yeah, because yeah. I think I missed it. Like I would have bought uh, it if I, yeah, but well, yeah, I missed it basically. Yeah. yeah I, I missed it. I missed it. It was a, uh, I think I was busy that week or something. So no, none of y'all had each other's back that day. <laughs> no, no, no. But we have two types of the Bellingham. So yeah, we're on the Bellingham track. Yeah. We're on the Bellingham <laughs> uh, track, yeah. Well, his tops now is really cheap right now. It's only 20 bucks. So I would say definitely keep a lookout. And I, I it's interesting. I ha- like I said, I haven't been able to watch their games, but just judging from all the statistics I've been looking over, like the benchmarks, mm. it looks like he's going to be primed for a breakout season. He's been getting a lot of playing time, so that's really interesting. So Yeah, I mean, um, he's the guy that's going to replace uh, Harvey, the Harvitt spot, right? He's attacking midfielder. He, he's 17, yep. you know. It just makes yeah. Yeah, I know it's like all four like yeah, sorted yeah. out for him, but his jersey um, number is 27, Harvitt was 29, <laughs> so it's kind of close. It's just like it's just a factory, basically. Leverkusen just attacking the shooter factory. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah. um, hey, but let's let's talk about what people are here for. All right, you yeah. guys are, you know, you guys are Mark. You run a huge breaking company, one on one soccer yeah. breaks, and now you're starting, you know, boat breaks of all yeah. time. I think it's very interesting how the Euros 2020 select came out, and there was a lot of different controversies, like as in like a lot of opinions, not controversy, but a lot of opinions yeah. saying, hey, you know, yeah. tw- you. Uh, I'm going to just kind of give you my opinion on it. My year at 2020 select, 
my opinion on it, I thought the price when it came out was just way too high. You know, I was uh, hoping to see a lot more rookies that I really want to see. Well, I understand it was tough because they couldn't make the team, the squad at that time. But yeah. with that type of price tag, I also saw that, you know, the cars are beautiful, you know? So it's not like I hated yeah. the car, like the cars, the cars are beautiful. But, yeah. you know, why don't you guys give you guys a quick uh, snippet? How would you guys feel when Euro 2020 Select dropped out? You know, when, when it dropped out, how would you guys feel about it? Um, okay, firstly, the price point is very different from what we're used to. Like, if I'm yeah. not wrong, the last uh, select set that came out was like 130, 140 US a box, right? But that was before the wow. boom. Wow. Yeah, so like, so I mean, like you, you get your, the closest one was EPL Prism. I think I was getting it for like 120 a box. Right? Wow. That was like my, like we were selling it at 120 a box. We were not yeah. even buying it at 120 a box. But because of all this select blue, I mean, all, all this like soccer boom and Things being short printed, like you know, uh, there are lesser cases out there, more collectors. It shot up to six hundred on opening day. Like yep. the pre-orders were like, I think at one point like 400, 450. and I was like, okay, I'm just going to pre-order as much as this because I got news from my distributor that I'm not going to get my full allocation. So wow. I started buying up for buying it at four fifty, five hundred, just mm. because I know there's going to be a, a demand. There's always going to be an initial demand when the set first comes out. Everyone's going to want to buy a box. Want yes. to buy two boxes, want to break. So I had to get into the, the whole thing. Whether the price was stabilized, it would never go below 650 or 600. I don't think it's, I don't think there is a, a, a timeline where it will go below 600 because gotcha. there's just not enough stock out there. Like if you notice, they used to print, I think the blue parallels to 299 or to the red. I'm not sure what it is, but basically the, the most common parallels were 290, used to be 299, now it's 225. So it's gotcha. like, it's less printed. There's less cases out there, which means once the cases are consumed and the demand is, if the, even the demand is one more than the supply, the price is going to be more expensive. Right, right. So I don't think it'll ever drop. And I don't think like the distributors will come up to me and say, hey, Mark, I have 10 extra cases. Take it off for 450. I don't think that would ever happen because it's, gotcha. it's right now it's still continuing. It's still going to be selling. People are still buying into the bricks. People are still buying boxes. My stores in uh, in Southeast Asia is still ordering for me because they sold out their first wave of products. So I don't think the pricing is going to go down. It might go up. I think I discussed with you with, uh, before the, the podcast was like all these big tournaments like Euro, Euros and World Cup, it's always a breeding ground, breeding ground for new talents. So like yeah. I gave an example about uh, to you about like 2014 World Cup no one really knew, knew who James Rodriguez was. Right. Because he had such a good run in the World Cup, he got picked up by Real Madrid straight, straight away. There, are, there is a possibility, and I don't think it's, I think it's a very high possibility that Euro 2021 is going to be played out. There's going to be one or two breakout stars and you'll see massive clubs coming to try to get them to play for them. Yeah, so, so you're... when that happens, yeah. When that happens, and this is their first select, first rookie, first year, RC logo, that's where the price of boxes will go up because people will be cracking those boxes to find the RC of these, these players. Yeah. yeah you're, so you're basically yeah. saying essentially, you know, right now, these players that we're going to discuss, some of the rookie rookies that kind of are missed out could possibly mm. have a breakout tournament and essentially get bought up by a bigger team. And that's what's going to rise the prices of Euro 2020 select boxes. Yes. But yeah. I have a caveat on that because we are not sure what Pani is going to do when the real... Tormund kicks off. Yeah, they might do a Donra set. Yeah. They might do a Donra set, but they also might do a Prism set. So then, you know, that's where maybe you'll see a price drop on the current $600 price tag. 
Gotcha. So, you know, that, that's, it's really up to Pani, what Panini does. It, it's really up to how the world reacts to COVID. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, yeah, basically it. Yeah. But I well, feel I, that, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say is what I was going to say was um, I was waiting for their prices to drop. And, you know, there were some prices where people were selling for 550. I know some local carts uh, dealers around here, they were trying to sell it for below retail because they got their yeah. allocation. So, you know, I, I know the spread, the profit of it is really large. So they could just take mm. the money off the table. But yeah. I will say I haven't seen their prices drop. The hobby boxes, I was expecting it to drop a lot faster and it hasn't so that's a really good interesting point of view that you had mark uh, i mean i just feel that there's just a lot more people that are in the so like back then i used to buy three cases of every set two cases of every set like you know they kind of they just call it my base set you know just open up some packs because the boxes were like cheap they're like yeah. 150 to 200 a box like even right now at 600 i'm still buying cases but i'm not buying like two or three cases i'm buying half a right. case Right. I'm buying three boxes. So there are many of those collectors out there that you don't really see. They're not breakers. They just go in and buy one or two boxes. So yep. they're, they're still going to swallow, swallow the market, especially with like the boom. Right now, there's like more like, I think 5X or 6X uh, more collectors than there were last year. So they're going to eat up all these boxes, especially when they are, they are shortly printed compared to like, let's say EPL Prism. The, the, the prices are, are probably going to stay un until like nobody wants to buy it anymore. But when nobody right. wants to buy it anymore, at some point, if the Sancho fuel level cards is going for like 150 or 150, 130 to 150 US, that's where people are going to start buying it again. And then the price is going to, it's, it just regulates according to the, the, uh, the, the single pricing as well. So I don't yeah. really see a drop happening, but it could happen. It, yeah, it could. Well, I was going to say was, you know, with, with Euro sell like 20, 20 boxes at like 600, let's just say 600 yeah. for retail price for US. Yeah. You know, would you say Pini's Chronicles hobby box though is a better deal? You know, because yeah. you look at 450 and you, there's a crap ton of rookies in there. I, I, I'm i buying, uh, I, I've been stockpiling Chronicles since it was like <laughs> 400 or like 380. Because oh, I just feel it's, 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 it's a much easier product to break. Yeah. Because it's just, yeah, it's a much easier product to break. Like, uh, I mean, Jin Hao has done his research. Like, for example, if you want to buy into, let's say, a Portugal spot for a three, a six box break for 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 euros, it's going to cost you four hundred for a six box break. Yeah, so it's like four hundred ish, like plus like four hundred to four fifty, depending on which breakers you buy. Like some breakers are even selling at four seventy five. So like Chronicles, there are way more rookies in there. There are way more hidden gems, but you know. Um, it's much easier to break because there's so many more different teams. So it's easier for you to split up those teams. Right, like, right. You know, yeah, it's like 60 teams, 60 teams? Yeah, 60 teams compared to 20 in this set. So right. it's, easy, it's, it's just an easier product to break compared to, to Euros. And so it's easier for me to sell them to my breakers yeah. or to sell them to, 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 to stores. Yeah, I'll, I'll just think about that the longest time, man, because I was just looking at the prices. I'm like, man, I, I'll be honest with you, I love Select so much. Like I'm actually a Select, home, like a, like I'm uh, all about select. I don't like Prism as much as Select, in my uh, opinion. Uh, like the fill levels uh, and everything. But, um, but this is just interesting how Chronicles is a little bit cheaper. But, um, but, but let's move into like you know, the meat and potatoes. You know, Euro 2020 Select. Like I said, we don't. They don't have huge, huge profile rookies. Or there are rookies yeah. that just been really overlooked. You know, I want you yeah. guys kind of take some time and just kind of like help our our viewers decipher you know what players are are rookies that have the rookie card emblem um you know who, who which player should we be looking out for you know you want to start us off with this yeah um okay so so 
actually, I think there are quite a couple of players, but I think I'm just going to shortlist a few and then we can go the whole night about it, <laughs> the whole day about it. Yeah. Like, okay, so, I mean, we, we know all the bigger players, right? The big teams, like people have been looking at the Sancho's and the Kai Havis and, and Jao Felix, even though they don't have the RC, but those are the Chase players, you know? But I I have, I, I, we looked into some of the, um, I wouldn't say lesson on, but, you know, they have, have not really, you know, set the stage alight yet. Like, one player I really like, we really like that we have, we think he's going to get a, a good, possibly a good Euro, is uh, Alexander Isak from Sweden. Okay. Yeah. And, and the thing is, one, 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 one good thing about the students that if you're looking to go into buying the breaks and things like that, his, 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 the student spots aren't expensive, right? And, and they are usually can be picked up, you know, pretty late on. And, and he, he is not like, say, like, very, um, 20, 25 or like, you know, he's only like 21 this year. And he's, he's actually, he's not a pretty big club yet. Just at, um, he's been at real, just drawing real Sociedad like last season. I wouldn't say he had a great season, but he did pretty well. He scored 16 times, you know. It, oh, well actually, done. he scored more than, than some of the more hyped-up players like Fatih and Kubos. But obviously, you know, him being as real as I say that doesn't help to raise his profile much. But if you watch him play, he, he's, he's actually a very decent player. And one very interesting thing is that his mezzanine level cut in select doesn't have an RC logo, whereas his unlimited potential has an RC tag on it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And his, first, and his first card is in Chronicles. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's like short print, basically. The the the, yeah. the equalize, oh, wait, the unlimited potential, right? That's like a yeah. short print, technically, then, yeah. if you really think about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. him up. So I'm I actually looking up. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so I think he hasn't really got started yet this season. I think he played like, you know, four or five games and he has yet to score any goals. But I think his style is more like he likes to link up plays. He's the one who's going to come deep, make runs and, you know, get his teammates in the game. And I think he's, he's going to be some somebody like, you know, people should be looking to watch. watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, that's interesting. Real Society, um, they actually had a really great campaign up until the COVID-19 situation. And after COVID-19, it, it ended up being like a dumpster fire. Um, probably one of the biggest thing is probably because he doesn't have Odegaard helping him. Because I know Odegaard was there last year to help link up. But like that's, he's a very interesting prospect. I, I'll i be honest with you. I overlooked him. You know, he, I overlooked him. So that's a great, great, great uh, person to point out. Yeah, I mean, and he's competitive. He like, so. <laughs> is he? I mean, yeah, that's like quite a big comparison. But anyway, yeah, yeah. He, he he has David Silva help giving him some supply this season. Hopefully, he can get his season st- started like you right. know soon. Yeah, but you know, it's it's interesting because there's Kulusevski as well, right? And we, yes. I think some people are quite disappointed that he's not in in the select prison for Euro. Or, yeah. I mean, select. Yeah. So. It it could be an exciting front line to watch for Sweden, you know, in okay. in the Euros. And if they do have a breakout tournament, then we, it will be, you know, he he might just be the next star. I I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But you also have to understand that Kulovsky was also overlooked back in Chronicles, and his prices yeah. has popped since then. So like, yeah. I yeah. think they have a very good like, uh, uh they have like, Sweden has a very good team, a very good chance that they might do very well in Euros and. Uh, you'll see all these cards starting to rise in price. Okay. Because Sweden is also the home of Zlatan. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it, there is comparisons. 
Like he could be the next Zlatan. Oh wow, be. that's a such a it's, huge. It's hard to be the next Zlatan, to be honest. He, so, is, he, he yeah. is Alexander Isak is also the Swedish national team youngest scorer at seventeen years old. So you know yeah. something okay. that Zlatan would never overtake him on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Zlatan gets to pick who's the next Zlatan. I think that's that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay, cool. So who is there? Um, any other players? So um okay so the next player that we actually looked at is actually from Czech Republic is Patrick Schnick. Yes. And he just joined Leverkusen and he scored he scored like his last week you know just the last game week when the words um gave him the assist. I forget, I don't know who did it but yeah he did score and he's been playing really yeah. well actually. Yeah he 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 was it's kind of like he brought in after Kai moved to Chelsea but they are a very different kind of players, but he's just, he's more like somebody who, um, I would say like more of a uh, scorer than, you know, than, than like Kai where he used to like come in and set up plays and make things happen. And he actually came into Syria with a very big reputation. He moved to, he moved to Sandoria like in the 2016-17 season. And he, he did so well that Juve almost signed him the next season. But the thing is that he failed his medical twice and, and then he had, <laughs> He kind of went on a hibernation mode in Roma, right? And then, and now Leverkusen decided taking on. And I think if you if you're watching play, he's he's kind of like um, a very good goal scorer, and he takes on he likes to take on player. Okay. And and last season he he was loaned out to Red Bull Leipzig, and he I mean he that was one obviously, but but then he did he didn't do too badly. That he scored scored ten goals in the season, and then. And then Bill Leverkusen picked him up this year. So he's something that he's a player that I think we can we can watch out for. And he's he's is his first um like um prison where he has a RC RC logo on him. I and this is probably his first hobby hobby card as well. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. Because I, 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 I so, yeah, yeah, I I'm looking. So I'm look, I think he has a living set, but literally a living set isn't as hyped. It's really interesting. He started yeah. playing in 2016 Sampdoria and um, now he's getting his rookie card emblem. But, you know, yeah. I think the market is going to go towards the rookie card emblem. Yeah. So, yeah, Probably. Patrick Shakes is man. He's good. Yeah. yeah. And in the, in the same team, we, there's this, uh, this, um, there's this Alex Crow as well. He's, 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 he has a, he has a Terrence base card and an Unlear Potential card. And he's, he's not the kind of player that, you know, people will be like, like like likes to see he's more like a defensive midfielder but he he likes to bring the ball deep from deep out and you know he he's not in as as like he's out he's not in a very big team he's currently playing as Sparta Moscow you probably don't watch watch the Russian league match these days anyway no not really but, <laughs> yeah. so so I I guess he 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 can be like a breakout star in the upcoming Euro and you know like Mark what's it like what Mark mentioned earlier, you know, you should be looking at this like a, a lesser known players that have a RC tag and if they do have a good tournaments and then snap up by a big clubs and their price could really go go skyrocket from there on. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's Alex who? Alex Crow. Crow. K R A L. Yeah. K R A L. That's I mean, you guys are going into the weeds. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. everybody knows about the, the the biggest stars like Jao Felix and Sancho's right but like the really the, the the huge potential in this hobby is really looking at all these really small players because like right. nobody nobody really knew 
nobody really knew who Kai Havertz was when 2018 Don Russell came out. Like, yep, they just that. knew he played for it. Yeah. Or like, nobody really knew who Timo Werner was when, like, yep. okay, I mean, he has a bigger profile, but like, you know, he was still like, kind of like, eh, in the middle. So like, right. looking at all these players, like, I, I feel that um, it's, it's harder, it's very, it's a lot of work to go to the nitty gritty and picking out the weeds, but it, you know, it pays off. Yeah. It pays yeah. Off, especially if like Real Madrid signs them or something. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Alex Kral's cards are actually seems like they're really cheap to be honest with you, man. Like I'm, I'm trying yeah. to look to see how what's been sold selling. Like, probably a dollar or something. Like, like, like four bucks for like a number of one sixty five. But yeah, you're yeah. you're right, Mark. You know, th- this is a great time to really do do your homework for the viewer, yeah. like the listeners out there to really go into look at these players because look, you're not even risking much for for a highly um, serial number card. And you're going to be mm-hmm. able to let so so little risk, and then let's say they score a crazy goal um, in, in the Euros, and all of a sudden he gets attention. We've seen what happened in Champions League. You see a reactionary yeah. market, you can flip a really big uh, prices yeah. like Serge Gnabry. You know, Serge Gnabry was a really great one. We, we were buying Serge Gnabry for for like dollars for like high serial numbers, and we sold a bunch of his cards when he um, scored a few goals in the Champions League. So that's yeah. a great, great take. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, like Kingsley I, Coleman, where he's got in the finals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I, mean, I saw Kingsley Coleman, all the Americans went for him. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I like Coleman. Yeah. I like Coleman. It just, yeah. he hurt, yeah. he gets hurt too much. But anyways, yeah. um, so who, uh, is there anybody else? Um, well, let's move on to the next rookie. I don't know if, if we have more. Um, well, this yeah, is a I bit, think actually, yeah. Two more. Yeah, you go yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, but the more I think the they are more like they are they are they are kind of like pretty well known now. Like I I think, but they are still not like really a top tier team in in the current breaks now. You know. Uh, yeah. So it's like Holland, right? Netherlands. We have Frankie De Jong and Donny Van de Beek. Yeah. That's, right. That's so good. these two, surprisingly, I mean, I don't know. They have been here for a while. It seems like a long time, but <laughs> this Frank, Frank, Frankie has has uh, architects to his um. Terrence and color variation cards and Donny van der Beek is only has it available in few level and with the RC tag as well. And yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting because um, when we look at like you know rookie players like obviously Frankie Dion has us uh, RC card in earlier earlier as well like Chron- in Chronicles and then um, some uh, other earlier Obsidian, Obsidian. yeah Obsidian as well. So it's it's interesting because those those are players that like you know they are in their national colors like you know you have Frankie Dion in the Barcelona jersey in Chronicles right. and in but this this prob- this might be the first time that they are gonna have, be in their national colors in with an RC tag right yeah interesting yeah I, do you do you like Van der Beek though uh, John How just a new fan. Yeah. Of course, he likes Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I like Hamas Rodriguez. I'm not even a fan. I know he's I, good though. Hamas Rodriguez is good. But I think Don Vanderbilt is he he once he adapts to the style, if he can adapt to the physicality in the English Premier League, I think he's gonna be a really good player. Like he, look at the number of goals he has got. If you yeah. look at the number of he has got in the last three seasons, it's kind of it's kind of great for like a, a, a offensive midfielder, right? From the central midfield, he. He contributed like almost double digits in goals and assists for the past three seasons. And right. that is, yeah, I mean, yeah. Gunter I was just poking fun, I'm sorry. It's just funny because like yeah. what Van, Van de Beek is, um, 
I know you guys sp- spent a lot of money for him, so it's just I barely get to see him. <laughs> but no, I, I, he's a great yeah. player. You know, there's a reason why they paid a lot of money for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying that you know he's a uh, pretty decent. I mean, obviously the Frankie is definitely a better option. First team in Barcelona, it's touted to take over Xavi. But I think maybe Donny Van der Beek could be an option as well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And is there any other rookies on top of that? That's worth mentioning. Uh, I think yeah, just, I think for, for for now, like the we're well, looking at those, there are a lot more. Like especially, I think Ukraine's there are five RC Tech logos, but mm. the thing is that those players they are still currently very untapped and very raw. So I haven't really got we haven't really got to see much from them playing as well. So it could be it could be one of them that's going to have a good Euro as well. You know, and, like Ukraine. So you, basically, guys, check out the Ukraine national team because yeah. they have a lot of RC tags on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so so that, that that comes to a point where I, I told you about like how Euro and World Cup really is a breeding ground for future stars. Yes. So there is so that we when we go back to the, the box prizes. This is a good opportunity for you to say that if there's someone in there's someone in the set that is probably going to do well at Euros, the box prices is going to go up because people right. are just going to be opening boxes for them. It's like how your Mbappe rookie boxes are insane price or your Donruss 18 is insanely priced because there are people trying to get the low numbers of these guys. So right. I, I, I really don't know how the hobby is going to be in like a year from now. But I feel that at six, you, we have to get used to the $600 price tags on, on Select and the market will have to react to it. I mean, a bit more like we were talking before the, the podcast was like how rare the few levels are it's actually not that common. Like I've opened six boxes of uh, select on my own and I only completed 25 out of 70, um, 25 out of 70 available few levels, which means the few to, in order to get you one Sancho, you need to open two cases. Wow. There were like one and a half cases. So like few level cards are probably really underpriced at the moment because of how rare they are. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Field level, first of all, they're, they're beautiful. Field level is beautiful. Yes. And on top of that, like you said, they're so scarce that yes. it's going to make a huge difference. We literally just put out a, like a comparison chart yesterday on our Instagram, how they were they started off, like Jaden Sancho started off around $90, his field level base, and now they're selling for $30. So it might be a great opportunity to really take a good look at it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good value though, Mark uh, and Janelle. Like, yeah. It's not like, you know, for us, we didn't buy a box personally, just because we were, we were looking for something else. I think our money's going to go somewhere else, but yeah. it's not like it's all lost if you bought the, the box. Because I know some people bought the box um, and they really want to flip it right away, but it's not yeah, all lost, sold, yeah. right? So, like, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned to you, to you this before, but I mentioned to a lot of the collectors who asked me for, like, uh, tips on it. Like, buying a card is like buying stocks. Buying a box is like buying an ETF. Exactly. Like, you're buying every single yep. player in, like, in, in the box. So, like, I personally like to buy boxes because yep. if I feel that a player in there is going to be good or one or two players, I buy the box because, like, you never know. Like, Kulogbeski just, you know, 5x his value, right? Yeah, and yeah, you know, it just moves all around. So, like, buying boxes are probably safer than buying individual players, unless you're a very good spotter of players than buying individual cards. Right, so, I think right. like buying boxes is a safer way. I mean, you make less money technically because you don't five x your boxes, but it's like a steady growth. Yeah, like, yeah we're talking about even, investment term, yeah. And even if you don't make money off it, you lose money. It's not like you lose that much. You know, you, yeah, the worst exactly. case scenario, you you sell it. Just 
a, a hair under value, yeah, okay, fine, you yeah. lose forty bucks. It's not that bad yeah. compared to it's like not that if, bad, yeah. if Sancho breaks his leg or decides, you know, he wants to be an actor or something wants, like that instead of a football he wants player. To be a, yeah, <laughs> you know that they're, yeah. they're, that's yeah. where it gets, it gets uh, messy. But anyways, yeah. but guys. Thank you so much for joining uh, on this podcast. This, this is going to help a lot of people. You know, for me, I didn't get to take a good look at the Euros, but I think I'm going to start looking into Euros a little bit more, um, Euro selects a little bit more, because like I'm not going to lie, I'm I'm really interested in that uh, Alex Crawl. That's very interesting. His his serial numbers are very very cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but most last players you find oh, serial number very really cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but any last last comments though before we sign off? Uh. I mean, okay, so like for us, I mean, we are bricks of all time. So if you go to www.bricksofalltime.com, uh, we do have daily, not daily articles or weekly articles about how the sports market is. Uh, we also write like match reviews because like for us, we support the player, we buy the, we support the player, we buy a lot of their cards and it's more interesting. It's more interesting to watch a match for us because we're cheering the player on. So like, that's what we want to impart our passion to other people. So we write up about players. We even would, in our next week, we're going to write up about these players that we talked about a bit more in depth, as well as that we're going to have like a small cheat sheet as well of what the, who, who, has a RC, who has a RC tag on them, which players is the first select or first, uh, I won't well, say first select, but first Prism technology card because we don't know and it's been a massive debate on, on online. What is the rookie card? So instead <laughs> of saying like, this is a rookie card, if it's an RC tag, there's an RC tag on it. We'll just let you know whether it's yes, it's an RC tag on it. Whether it's the first select, we'll write it, write it down whether it's first select or not. Like it's not Ronaldo's first select, but it's Sancho's first select. So right, it's right. A, we're going to provide that cheat sheet on our, on our website. So just, just like follow our Facebook page, follow our Instagram and you know, we, we, we hope we can help you like, like enjoy the hobby even even more than what you are right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the thing is, um, guys, check these guys out. You know, I remember we just got started and I remember you reached out to us, Mark, and like, you know, you were one of the first people to kind of just kind of welcome us in and everything like that. And, um, you know, I really appreciate that. So it's just great. It's great to get you on again, man, because like I love talking. Uh, I love talking about cards with you. And, and you, John Howard, your first time meeting you. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, guys, check them out. Breaksofalltime.com. One of one soccer breaks. You guys are the best, man. Thank you so much. Uh, make sure to rate and subscribe. We'll, we'll put some links down below in our description. Love you guys. Talk to you guys soon.